sorry. A little better. Uh -oh. mm. I gotta get this off my stomach. a cigarette before I try to smoke some more weed. It was too soon for weed. That's okay because I'd rather it get up than me sitting there suffering with it. I want to be sick today, so I'm not sick tomorrow. Uh, well, I wasn't sick yesterday, and I'm sick today, so if the pattern follows, I won't be sick tomorrow. It's not real. I'm, everything's changing, so I'm guessing again. <laughs> She rode in on. I'm not talking about you, Roach. He had this little black Subaru when I first met him. know it's time for me to be leaving because all the greats are li li left or leaving. Pops told me. I said, Pops, how will I know when it's time to go? She was telling me I couldn't kill myself, but everybody has a time. Well, then how am I going to know when it's my time if I don't get to decide? He said, well, you will not ever know the exact time, honey. He said, but you'll know you're getting close. I said, how? He said, you'll look around and all the people that you admire is dead or dying. He said, and when they're all dead, you know it's your time. That scared me. Especially after Cobra and him died. Mouse, you ain't dying anytime soon. Only the good die young. You'll be fucking here after all of us. And then she died. Literally not long after making that comment to me.
just getting out. She was proud of me for that. Well, if you are going to do this mama thing, at least you're going to try to do it right. I'm as a mama. Like the mama that you were, which is like, is there many, like, I mean, because Big Martha didn't have any kids. Yeah, she did. Oh, she did. Uh, three boys, no girls. So how did her, you know, do you think you know how her offspring ended up? As she stayed in the life, never tried to get out, right? Oh, honey, she jumped head first in that life, and her daddy backed her. Her daddy used to tell men, my girl can do it better than you. She had encouragement growing up. And I don't, I think one of her boys followed in the lifestyle, but I know two of them didn't. Are you kidding? One of them became a lawyer for the family. She was so proud of that. My boy's going to law school. He'll be able to get me out of jail next time. Hell yeah, I might not even get so much prison time with him on my ass. Honey, he's just starting school. I know. Well, you'll probably be dead by the time he finishes it. I know, but give me my moment. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> The sick patterns being actually every other day. That's pretty much what she's living in. She was writing it. She's like, let me have it. Let me have my moment. I know it doesn't make sense, but it sounds great in my book. She did live, though, to see him graduate. And the other one, what was it? It was something very respectable, but I can't remember. Like, everybody made fun. The lawyer's just the government side of the family. But he was, like, literally legit. Everybody was impressed with his job and where he was headed. And, hell, you're going to have, like, a white collar in your family. But I can't remember now what it was. Something to do with banking. But he didn't work in a bank. I can't remember now. Sorry, too long ago. The lawyer is easy to remember because of all the jokes and everything, but nobody had any fucking jokes for the other son. It was like very, you want to do what? You are Big Martha's son, right? Okay. Hell yeah. Good job. He got full scholarship too. Full scholarship to Harvard. So it doesn't seem like there is there is one, you know, potential of... Uh over summarization that you can do and you're gonna be like ah back back it up to big martha she stayed in the life and her kids her up. kids were never in the life she stayed in the life their father raised them she did not she provided the money uh, but her their father is the one that stayed home and he was a, a teacher of all things an elementary school teacher wait big martha got what basically you got like wait wait are we like big martha no and the teacher. i thought about that first <laughs> like for a, a second like an alternate life like what is this because he was literally a school teacher
fake badass with like freaking school. I think when she met him teacher. though, he was a professor in a college when they met. Mm. He moved to Tulsa to be with him. And just took a job teaching elementary. He didn't go to TU or try to go out to OU or OSC. He wanted to be in... TU's right in Tulsa. So he could have become a professor at TU if he wanted to. But I don't think Big Martha wanted him to. I don't think Big Martha wanted him to work at all. Because for the first year or two they were together, he didn't work. He had money. Like, I mean, he had money. It wasn't his money that she, I asked her one day because I'm brave bitch. You know, everybody else scared as hell of her. I looked at her and I said, that dick must be really good. She looked at me and smiled. She said, what did you just say to me, Hellcat? That dick must be really good for you to bring that home. Little bit, mouse, half pint. I'll just stand and kind of like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Big Martha looked at me and started laughing. She goes, baby girl, what else would it be? Because I ain't that smart. And then they all died laughing. And then I seen Pops. He was coming out of his room when I said that. He just stopped. And when she started laughing, he went... Shut up, Hellcat. And I said, I can't. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Big Martha looked at me and I said, Pops was scared to walk out of the room until you laughed. Pop said, really? You gonna throw me under the bus like that? I said, I sure as fucking am. I said, he just come and swing that coffee cup as happy as could be. He heard my question and stopped like a fucking brick wall just ran into him, Big Martha. And then stood there waiting. She goes, really? What did he do? And I started laughing and said, you know, baby girl. And I said, he took a deep breath of relief. She said, that's what you were laughing at. And I said, uh-huh. I already knew the dick was the reason. And I already knew nobody else had the balls. So I was just going to say what everybody was thinking. It's got to be the dick. He wasn't even as tall as her. Like, she could literally put her elbow on his head. That was the strangest couple i ever seen. Which is one of the reasons why... Like, okay. But... Uh, I can't remember what it was. Jiu-Jitsu, Taekwondo. He knew something. So, he wasn't... A walking target. <laughs> He was deeper. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. He was nothing they, about the lifestyle. Right, but or they had the physicality of like uh, appreciation. It wasn't just physicality. I think I that because I've seen them together, like when they didn't think other people were looking. There was more to it than just physical. There definitely was all, more that's to all it. I'm saying, I say that they have appreciation for things in life and being able to have the music, the, 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 of the of the human body. Like Big Martha, just kind of, I don't know, like had appreciation for being able to swing. He chased her. 
swings. He swings, swings. And he likes to be able to swing too. He just likes to be able to like, you know, throw a cool punch. <laughs> it seems like. I asked Big Martha, yeah, so cool what changed it. your mind? What uh, made you finally take a date with him? Why did you finally go out on a date with him? Again. She looked at me and she started laughing. She said the boy wouldn't give up. She said, I figured if I went out on a date with him and just be a cunt the whole time, he'd finally go away. Told me he was going to marry me. I said, so what made you decide to do the date, Big Martha? She said, I just told you. I said, uh, you lied to me. So what made you do the date, Big Martha? You know, sometimes I really hate you. What made you do the date, Big Martha? Fourth time he knew I was coming to town, he filled my motel room up with flowers. I never had a man do that for my ugly ass. She was ugly, I'm not gonna lie. She wasn't a pretty girl. She said I walked in that motel room. figured, alright, I'll go out one date with him, and I'll just be a bitch the whole time, and he'll go away. <laughs> she really did. She said, I said, when did you fall in love with him? She said, you think of that day. I said, excuse me. Before you make that step, if you tell anybody this, I swear to God, I'll kill you. They won't find your body. I said, I'm gonna go tell Pop as soon as we're done. Now, what? And <laughs> 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 she looked at me and she was just fucking with her. I never told anybody on her. But, um. She's not alive today, right? Her kids are still alive. But, uh, he was still alive when I went to bury, uh, Ruby. I don't know if he still is with all this COVID and everything. He was sick and getting put in a nursing home. But he was still alive when I was there in 2020. Um, she fell in love with him at the end of that date. And he said, even as mean as you've been today, this whole day, you got to admit we had a good time. Do I need to fill your room up with flowers next time to get another date? Or can we just go ahead and rearrange it because I'm not going anywhere. If this was meant to turn me off, it just turned me on. I like a strong woman. I think he liked the fact that she could pick him up and throw his ass around, even with his training. Made me wonder what happened in that bedroom, as short and small as he was, where she put him. <laughs> but I wasn't that brave to get into them kind of details with her. And I wasn't that experienced yet to get into them kind of details. But it's still, because I was reading the Karma Sutta, I still, like, every time I look at them, I think about the positions me and Adam were trying in the book and look at them and go, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, that'd be more interesting. I actually showed her one with a feather. 
I said, here, y'all should try this. She goes, what is this? I said, it's a sex book. It's the, called the Karma Sutra. I bought her one. Got the packet, the page ready and shit. And she says, a sex book? Half Pike comes walking in. You're giving Big Martha a sex book? You know she got an old man, right? Well, that's who she's going to do it with. And look, I even got you the feather for this one, Martha. Look, right here. I really think you all enjoyed this one. <laughs> How do you know about this? Me and Adam's going through the whole book. Half Pike. You are? Miss Innocence going through the Karma Sutra? He popped that cherry and then he's going to teach you to be a whore? Okay. Well, Martha says, so this is like real sex? Like, half, it's like half the world worships that book. She goes, oh, well, thank you, Hellcat. I'll take that feather, too. I said, I only want one favor. And she said, what's that? I said, weeks after you do it, tell me how it goes. But not right after, because I don't want too many pictures in my head. She started laughing. She said, we're the oddball couple, aren't we? And I said, yeah, but in such a good way, Big Martha. In such a good way. I started dating that bald professor that kept asking me out when me and Adam split up. That's when I went out with that vegan, bold professor. I was like, well, fuck it. Big Martha can find it. <laughs> it takes on a whole new light now. Just really what you were searching for at that moment. I was searching for what she found. And everybody, that's why sometimes when I, people say, y'all such an odd couple, first thing that comes to my head is Big Martha and her old man. And you know what? I take that as a compliment because they stayed together until death do she part. He never got with anyone else either. Like after a certain amount of time, it would have been perfectly acceptable for him to get with someone else. He never did. He never did. They were literally true soulmates. Right, that's why I say I know the shit's out there. I watched Mouse. I watched Dell. I watched Robin and Jay. I seen real soulmates. I knew that it could happen. Just never thought it would happen to me. Yeah. I think I'm starting to be too now that I got all that out of my tummy and I'm smoking this. My chest hurts bad, though. I mean, like, really bad. Worse than it has in a while. It's because your acid rubbed up against it and created inflammation. So now you basically just need to... Tom, it... I wish we had some, uh... I wish we had your fucking... We still have not picked up your fucking pills. What pills? Yeah, we did. Today is Friday. <coughs> no, we, got, we got all the pills we really good No, but there was another pill, though, that I think that your doctor sent to the Walmart. 
after the hospital stay. So we haven't picked up your pills. To my knowledge. No idea. I'm gonna go check today. Pills. I'm smoking a cigarette and then going in. You have a little uh, renitidine. I'll tell you who the really strange, the strangest thing that I know of that I seen, and it was Pops. Pops had friend with benefits. He had a couple friends with older ladies, friends with benefits. Right down the street. It's cold out, honey. It'll take longer to warm the car up, too, which is why you can't run out at the last minute. You don't know what cold's gonna do to Roach. Anyway, he slept with this little old white woman uh, in the neighborhood whose whole family was KKK. But they were friends with benefits. If anybody in her family had known that, you know how I know it? <laughs> because I can't remember the little boy's name that lived next door to her, but he was friends with uh, my brother, Stevie. And he goes, hey, Hellcat, aren't you friends with that old black man? I said, huh? He goes, that old black man, the biker house you stay at? I said, oh yeah, Pops, yeah, what about him? I seen him crawling out of the neighbor's window last night. You do realize that her son was on the front porch, and if he'd seen that, your friend would be dead. Excuse me? Come with me. Come with me. Get on. Come with me. Little boy seen you sneaking out a window last night. Is this true? Yeah. Go home. What? <sighs> even Peacemaker that boy got even had long hair too. Yeah. Had hair down to his ass. Straight up. And like you're pulling his hair, and he's already had his ear. Yeah, he had ear, but those parts of no, his. No, I, I only say. grabbed his hair when he tried to pull the ear away, and then I wrapped my fingers oh, in his hair and his ear. Yeah, because I'm hurt. He's he's mad at you for fucking hurting his hair, and I'm like I'm. He's uh, more mad at me because he knows he can't do a fucking thing about it, or I'll whip his ass. I was just annoyed being him. I babysitted him a couple of times when I had to babysit Stevie. He knew not to fuck with me. Here! I don't remember who pledged his name. Take him home. Pops, we need to talk. You do realize I'm from a KKK family, right? Uh, Peacemaker, I need you. Fucking mouses. I was in a twirl because I knew what would happen to Pops. And you were in a fear mode of worry, but Pops knew, must have. Pops knew exactly what could happen. You know what he told me in Peacemaker? Half the fun. <laughs> Stop intruding on a man's fun. No, even Peacemaker. That would have flat out war. Like Tulsa. Do you think that the 
Tulsa race riots that they're talking about, something that wouldn't have been shit compared to what would have happened at that time. With all the race riots going on all around the country and everything, uh, they would have hung pop from the closest tree, and then all them people like me, it would have been another fucking, yeah. It would have been bad. It would have been so fucking bad. Look, honey, even in the 80s, there was blacks hung from trees. It's not been that long ago. It's why, one of the reasons why I don't say anything against the blacks for wanting theirs, because they have been. But what I'm pissed about is the people that's bitching now had none of the shit happen to them. And they still, you know, 20 generations ago, crying about it. You don't see us Indians 20 generations later still crying about it. We're trying to get on with it. Don't know how, but at least we ain't still... Some do. Some have done it well. Others haven't. I feel sorry is for the reservations, honestly. You don't have to have the heater on for me. If you're cold, have it on. I was told to warm it up, and then it must have been for Roach it was for Roach, so that he wouldn't be too cold when you go to leave in an hour. I need to do that. When I go to smoke a cigarette, I'm just going to come out here in the morning and warm up the car. That's where I'll be getting, baby. I wonder why you're suddenly getting three days in a row off. Is it because you were supposed to be part-time and they're trying to respect that, or...? Oh, I think Stacy doesn't want to pay me overtime. <laughs> she just makes it work. So she just doesn't schedule you for Wednesday, and then if you have to stay over or come in, then you're not overtime. Yep, I used to do that to a few employees. The ones I knew that could work any hours and fill in, I would only schedule them for eight-hour days. She knows that I'll stay in Mossford. But it could be just because we have just happened to have a full crew. That's uh, we have. For that Wednesday, it's Ross, and then and then that's when like the mixture of Emily and Emily and uh, McKenna happens. So Emily opens, McKenna goes as me. See what I mean? Mm. It's also a potential, but and then Ross comes in. Yeah. Honey, I'm happy with it, and that might be to our advantage here pretty soon when court starts.
eventually you're gonna have to tell Stacy. But not until we know we're definitely going to court. No, we're definitely going to court. Definitely having a Friday. That's we do the whole selection of jury thingy. I think Monday or something is probably when they start the thing. So I'd be out Monday, Tuesday. It's gonna suck. I hope it's all over by my birthday and we know one way or the other what we're facing by then so that at least we can celebrate my birthday and the holidays knowing what we're facing and plan it out. I'm not going to our soulmate. Except into your arms every chance I get. I'd kiss you, but I taste like vomit. Are you kidding me? Because I'm going to be coming out of prison or something like that after, like, you know, the 30 days or whatever they get me because that's just, you know, fair to the crime. But then I'm going to be smelling like, you know, prison vomit, you know, whatever. So you better be kissing me. My butt might be a little sore, but you know, better be kissing me. You're hoping to get that anal satisfaction. I'm really not. I just know it's just like like humans without any leadership. And then basically there's not really much role model throughout the year. So I'm basically thinking everyone's abusing the asshole. Everyone. Just everyone. It's just a carnal fucking nature, especially when you put people outside of mother nature and put them in a box. Like a cat in a box is probably going to start basically fucking fu buttholes too, you know? You're not wrong. It is something that happens in prison all the time. It's, nine, right. nine, it's like 97%. When AIDS happened, nobody in prison had it. And then, uh, and the prisons had it, and then, like, two people with AIDS got put in prison, and by the end of three months, almost all the good men had it, or were a carrier. This was fucking terrifying, too. It was like, no, you know, joke aside, basically put in this box for the mental health and nature. Okay, think about how you had I'm no say over what you had doing in the mental ward. Right. Now just put ten times worse, if not a hundred times worse, conditions right. on top of that, and they're not nice about it. <laughs> you still don't get to do what you want, but at least in there they're kind of nice to you and shit. And you scumbag, <laughs> you're gonna get called things that you, you might not even know the meaning of some of the words. No, well, well after watching that 1970s movie and shit like that, mm -hmm, there's like shit like I don't know what you're saying, bro. I don't. That's one thing that cracked me up when Stevie came out and I went up to Oklahoma City to take care of him. He was using phrases that were so old. I was looked at him and I was like, um. But to be fair, he didn't know how to do a food stamp card. He didn't know how to pump gas. He didn't know how to. He didn't understand any of the shit that was going on now. Ballpoint, the new ballpoint pens and shit. Oh, that, them flipped him. He's like, what the fuck? I wish I could have these in here. Stevie spent his whole life in prison. 
He's in prison now in Texas, as far as I know. So I just take it one day at a time, my cap. I put myself in like a three year beyond also. I remind myself that, you know, I'm gonna- That's what I do, honey. I'm gonna end up just like, you know, John the Baptist, for instance, went through a bunch of shit uh, through his, you know, calamitous thing. I think he even like wanted a head on a platter at one point. But let's say that he ended up actually getting past that out. Now he's an old man in a cave, in a round cave with, you know, a beautiful little fairy ring thing. And I can be that guy. Alright, I gotta step over this. You want know Yeah. I need coffee. Will you grab them tissues? Mm -mm -mm. Most likely, it's gonna be a, uh, you, you die. I end up like Big Martha's hubby. He's waiting for my time. I don't think he wasted his time. No, I, no, I did not waste my time. I'm not gonna waste my time. When you die, that'd be like, you know, almost like taking your name in vain. You know, you, you realize that. I have like uh, the expectation of your daddy and Hancock's on me. Grandma Saltzman including. I took your name. I took your family.
Oh, yeah. This is in the dishwasher. Very turn back and forth and most of this war is over here and try it again. If we can keep this, I can use those little white straps of mine. Let's tuck this sheet in.
sure does look good. The cat, the dream catcher, Brother Boone. I kept waking up with no covers. I have to punish you. <laughs> you should climb on top of me. <laughs> I'm gonna cover you. You gotta cover me. <laughs> It's almost 10. Go get ready for work. Yes. Pretty much there. Have you brushed your teeth? I know you ain't got to sleep out of your Go get ready and then come back. I am comfy as. Now jump in, jump out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like this. Jack Nicholson.
you scratch right yeah over towards the middle of my back oh right there okay down a little oh. thank you my love Now go. Yeah. Quit procrastinating. Procrastinating shit. I'm gonna cock on you. One of 
My wife, well, there she is, but now my phone, I know, always my stupid phone. It's right here. Knowing where and just what time is it? 9.57. You know what special is the special does? Wow. Now you can look over at there and pretend like it's me. It's like, oh, it's not me. Gotta put the new schedule up, too. Ten thirty six. Besides the Sunday, because you know that's a slow day. So what is it? Eleven to seven thirty. I don't like that one. I like it when you get off by seven.
still like it? How dare you step on Pride Rock? He told me to. Coming out. I'm gonna be using those cantaloupes later just to be reaching out. <sighs> Climb that mango tree. Mm -hmm. It's in there somewhere. I know. <laughs> He's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but it's fun. You did yourself in about five seconds. <laughs> Mine's a rock you step on. It was just like a canyon I fall into. Oh, why don't we do this more? Something flying around me. Oh. Did you hear that one? Damn, dude. <laughs> Felt it too. Push. That's surprisingly. Effective. Good job, horses. We're gonna become minotaurs more often in the morning. Yeah, it's like an exercise for you. It's like an it's like aerobic exercise. No, my tummy. Breathe it through. I don't want to throw up. Please don't throw up. Please don't throw Spaces up. Pieces of ginger candy out there. There's the coffee, but I'm switch over to tea. Also, don't forget. I can't to brush my teeth yet. Change over to tea. That's why I said no. Brush your teeth. No. I don't want your teeth, but I'm thinking about them right now. I am. I want to brush them. Oh, 